Hey, peace and blessings, family. This is your man, Rozzy Fi. And if you don't know me, the other name is Kurt. That's my good. But hey, welcome back. I'm glad that you're here. I want to express just a few thoughts that I, you know, a lot of people ask me about spirituality and the, how I go about doing things and how I even got to the point that I'm at. And, you know, I'm going to try my best to make it make sense. But, uh, you know, we're just going to dive right in. So, you know, I'm going to start off, you know, back in 2011 to 2012, when I was about 20 years old and I got my first apartment, I experienced a lot of depression or I like to call um, manic depression to textbook myself as as a young kid. A lot of people used to call me bipolar in school. And a lot of times it wasn't that I suddenly felt something different than what I was feeling a few minutes ago. It's just that certain people like myself are very hypersensitive, empathic, if you will. So we are able to feel things on deeper levels and see in between the lines. I like to think everyone is an empath, but some of us are just more in tune with it naturally, you know, and they call us sensitive. But no, if you don't know right now that that is a superpower. And it perfectly fall along, falls along with the intuition as a, as a perfect segment of it, if you will, in my opinion. <clears throat> so getting back in 2011, 2011, <laughs> 2011, excuse me, in 2011, I uh, was distraught. I thought that I was I should have been happy I had a decent apartment for someone starting out I had a really good job in Santa Monica and I was really supposed to be enjoying life or so I thought but you know due to my upbringing and a lot of things that I experienced at a young age I had always been a seeker a seeker of knowledge and a seeker of how to feel in regards to being calmer and things like that, you know, and, and growing up, I was always into Gandhi and other prolific characters such as that. And I always wanted to be, uh, a, I guess, a shaman or a helper or, you know, a, a Buddhist monk. I always gravitated towards those things. But we all know growing up in Western civilization, especially in Los Angeles, it's not really cool, you know, like and your parents were like, no, we're not into that. We go to church, which, you know, I even found parts of myself there, too. And that basically starts off the basis of how I got to where I was going. I, I see myself as more like a universal spirit alchemist and spirit alchemy is just learning to identify, transmute and and change things within yourself. You know, that you wish to change, no longer agree with or don't serve you anymore or disempowering beliefs and such things like that. Spirit alchemy is just being able to change one thing into another so that it benefits you. And it's still part of that old thing, you know, but it's 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 like transformed. You know, it's not about just saying, OK, uh, this is gone. It's over. I'm going to completely act like it never happened. That's not how it works. You know, the best thing you can do is, like I say, use it as fuel in the fire. You know, so as you see that fire burning, you're still going to be reminded in a healthy, positive way about that thing. Because if it wasn't for whatever is there in that fire, 
the fire wouldn't be burning. You know, so it's it's a good reminder. You want to learn to have things as good reminders as you transmute them, not make them completely disappear. That's kind of unhealthy and not possible, really. But universally, I like to say that because <clears throat> I have found that early on, especially in school, growing up here in Los Angeles, you go to school with a lot of different type of people. And first off, you know, I will get in trouble with other kids talking about the Matrix. You know, a few of my friends were Hebrews or Jewish or whatever you will. And at the time, I didn't understand, you know, we we're not equipped to com- be confronted by others of different philosophical backgrounds. So as, as, as a young kid, I took a lot of ear beatings from people who were like, your race believes this and your, you know, church believes this. And in my mind, I didn't really agree with it, you know. And I remember learning quickly when in those situations I would not defend myself, but instead ask them to tell me about theirs. And not in the way in which I'm hoping to gain information so that I can like say, see, this is the same thing or you're wrong, but more so to get a common ground. Because I, I figured out early on that learning things and studying other people's cultures, it really helps to desensitize not just you, but them to meeting others of different demographics. You know, it, I, I've noticed that people get a lot calmer when you're educated slightly on something that is of their background. You know, it just surprises them. You know, they, they kind of just like put down the guards because they now see you as they see themselves. And a lot of times they get really, really excited. And I believe that that is really the point. You know, history is not to be relive is to be learned from you know it's it's somewhat of a blueprint but if you use that blueprint too hardcore then obviously we end up in it again and as they like to say history repeats itself but it only repeats itself if you keep doing the same thing you know i say history is to be learned from and i like to think there is no such thing as what is the right side to choose I, I agree with many who say the right side to choose is no side. It's just like when you get out of college, if you get those high SAT scores and you, you do really good in school and you got all these colleges who are trying to win over your favor. It's kind of the same thing. You are a commodity in the middle if you haven't chosen sides. Now, everyone's going to try to tempt you to join their side. They're going to all come with different gift baskets and different little pitches and different little, you know, incentives to get you to say, oh, yeah, this is the right place for you. But in reality, you really don't need any of them because they've already given you everything you need right there, you know. So I like to take the best and reject the rest from each and connect the dots. And then that goes back to you find out everything says the same thing. But the parts aside from the older texts in most of these books is like new age stuff, like separate yourself from this guy and this religion we don't agree with. You know, that's not the normal part, you know, and I could say I believe in uh, if you do it, you know, a vast amount of study you'll find that there really is no religion or new age religion outside of like you know the philosophies of Taoism, buddhism and things like that that hasn't committed heinous heinous crimes against others and people you know so if they were really the right way we wouldn't be here 
you know, and I think that's the problem is that we try to enact our will upon other people and enacting your will upon other people is not correct. You know, you can express yourself as a human being. I believe the universe wants us to do that. It wants you to express yourself in the best way to you at your highest level. But does that mean, you know, once you get to this point, you're, I, I look around and say, I think everybody needs to be doing what I'm doing. So let me tell them, you know, that doesn't work. And now, nor are we supposed to be doing that. You know, I find that when you just be yourself, you'll find that other people come to you and say, hey, man, how are you doing that? Or what are you into? You seem kind of blah, 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 you know, and then, you know, it breaks off into you sharing wisdom or whatever like that but even then like i never become a person who's like you should join this because there really is no reason for you to join a specific doctrine unless you're really 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 into that you know and even then you're gonna get to a point where it's the the man-made part of it that's gonna make you feel stressed out at some point whether it's you gotta meditate 12 times a day or pray this many times a day or you can't do this on this time and blah 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 you know like that's when it gets too hectic because in the reality of things when you decide i'm just gonna learn knowledge for the sake of learning it and equipping myself for the outer world then you start to make up your own regiment based off these things you know you don't need someone to say hey meditate you're automatically going to start doing that you know you're going to implement whatever it is that really best serves you and the way you like to do it tea whatever you know you'll start to incorporate these things consciously into your everyday flow you know and <clears throat> to me this is the best form and the best way of reaching a a, a self-defined spiritual journey you know like the word spiritual and the word you know religion and all that stuff is like really blown out i don't know any other word besides spiritual or spirituality so i use it like most of us but in reality we all know that we're spiritual beings having a human experience so we don't need to get or be spiritual the whole point is once you get past all the the bullshit is that you find that spiritualness is just being silent in a in a waking sleep state to the point to where you are more aware of yourself in regards of the blood pumping through your veins your heartbeats and the essence of what is being emitted from your psyche your conscious your subconscious from within your brain as you're when you're in these states just like being in sleep i find the the more i strengthen my meditation while i'm awake the more i sleep i see my dreams when i am asleep it only makes sense, you know, because you're practicing a sleep style state. And why is this important? You know, many people, what does it do for me? You know, because what it does, at least what I have found, is that it helps you to be centered, like many say, centered and aware, aware in regards of present, you know, and that goes so many ways, so many ways, because awareness can start at I'm sitting here <sighs> aware of my breath then as you become aware of your breath your awareness goes to a thought and then you become aware of where the thought comes from 
And then you become aware of aware of the thought. And it just continues to go. But it's not until you get on that roller coaster and you really start to see like, okay. At first I thought I wasn't aware of anything because my mind, my ego, my conscious waking mind says that this is just darkness. This, there's nothing here. Nothing's happening. I don't feel anything. But in reality, you do feel things because if your body needs food, you feel that. If your body's in pain, you feel that. If you're tired, you feel that. So what makes you think you can't feel when your body's feeling good? That's the point. It feels good, so you don't feel it. But becoming aware of the fact that you feel yourself, even though you don't feel any type of pain or need or want for anything, it's just there. That is presence. That is when you're sitting in that moment. And this can be used in many different ways, like many have explained and teach. You know, if you're in a state of uh, anxiousness or anger towards a certain situation or something that randomly happened, you know, this is where breathing exercises come in and you bring yourself back to present state. Because although you may feel in that present moment, I am present, that's why I'm pissed. No, you're going off in the mind and, and enabling yourself to build on whatever that emotion is that's triggering this response or reactiveness from you. So becoming hyper aware of it is the ability to stop yourself, see yourself from the person, third person's perspective and be like, wow, this is how I look. This is how I'm reacting. Now, let me stop this so that I can identify quickly within these split seconds and become less of what I would normally be and new and more of what I'm trying to be, which is understanding listening, caring, or not angry, you know, how a lot of people are, and which is understandable because we've been through a lot, you know, but a lot of times it's not easy. I'm, you know, we still experience it. And I, I don't believe that you'll never not experience anger or pop off or, you know, go off on somebody because it's just natural. Like, that's like saying like these cats and animals out here never fight. We see animals fight all the time. You know, they're not always in a harmonious state. You know, there's a there's a sacredness to that. But the point of it is, at least when you start to feel this way, if you channel it, this creative force, because that's what it really is towards something like some people channel it towards writing, some people channel it towards, you know, working out, you know, it doesn't matter. Whatever it is, is when you'll start to learn how to maneuver things in a way where it's like wow you know i used to react like this but now it really doesn't bother me i can see why i reacted too i understand why i reacted too and i forgive myself but i also understand that that isn't me anymore and i am above that so you know it takes time it is a process of wanting to you know, some people go faster than others. Some people are slower than others. You know, like it doesn't matter. But I just feel, you know, it's 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 good to read text. You know, it's good to understand. You know, every type of literature is not for everybody. Like, you know, Shakespeare's you just can't understand it. You know, so don't run off in the library and start grabbing all these esoteric books or whatever type of books that you think are going to give you this, you know, direction and then get confused because you can fill your head up with too much information, too much unneeded, unused, necessary, unnecessary information. And that will serve to only confuse you further.
thus you will start to seek out people who can help you get out of this confusion state. So I'd say, you know, take baby steps, you know, yoga books or some simple, you know, where you can grasp that and work your way up, you know, and, and two, like, you don't even need to go that far. Really. You don't even need to get certain books and, you know, start changing your entire lifestyle. You know, the whole point is, is if you're making this effort consciously and you're starting to change your life, however it is for you, and then naturally, automatically, you start reflecting it with wearing certain stuff and things like that. That's cool. You know, because what is happening is that now you're becoming who you really are. You probably like to dress like that when you're a kid, you know, so you're you're expressing your true self now. But the opposite of that is you just completely look one way or have a certain style and suddenly you know a month later because of a certain book or a person you talk to you're completely bohemian or you know like you don't need to do all that you know it's not going to make you any more quote-unquote magical or spiritual it's not going to do anything you know it all has to come from within you know it all has to come from you you know and if it doesn't i'd say take a look at that and um evaluate that before you really embody something if it doesn't come from you if the interest truly doesn't come from within from a deep deep place that has already called you there and brought it into your vibrational existence then you might want to question that one you know don't be someone else's doormat or money pit scheme and say hey yeah man you know like if you listen to me and you know a little extra toxic positivity you know i have you back to tip-top condition because it just doesn't work that way you know it just doesn't work that way and you'll find that you're in more of a competition with people than you really should be you know because as far as i see it you know especially with isms i the only ism i truly try and really have always tried to embody is Taoism, you know but outside of that like i don't say it out loud because i find immediately when in the small amount of time that i've been here and throughout history is that any people who join isms or 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 conform to a certain doctrines are always at war with other people and what they believe in their doctrines and always want to be in a state of debate you know and I, that's why I just don't choose sides, you know, because you're just that guy in the middle that the two teams are yelling, oh, yeah, man, we're, we're, we're this and you're that and blah, 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 blah. And here I am. And then all of a sudden, they both pause to try to convince me that what side is better, blah, blah, blah. And I just say, you know, nah. You know why? Because I'm free. I'm not at war with no one when I don't claim aside i'm not at war with other people that i agree with over there too but because of their views of the of the group i can't no 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 he who never chooses a side stays free you, you you choose your own side you create your own style from a plethora of learning and willing and going through things in life you know and transmitting knowledge and wisdom and enacting it into conscious action and a little before you know it, you know, people will think that you are this or this or this or this, you know, like people commonly mistake me for a bunch of things. But I'm like, I, I don't I, I don't really roll with that. Like I might wear colors, you know, I might wear certain things, you know, I might represent 
a little Buddha thing or something like that. But other than that, like it doesn't, it's not my lifestyle. You know, I just might be on that day feeling connected to Buddha. So I might have just wore that. But that doesn't mean that, oh, every day I'm always wearing this and I'm calling out to this. No, it doesn't, don't work like that for me. You know, because then you'll always find that there is more knowledge out there that will change your ideas because we always constantly evolve. So it's, it, it tends to be hard to always stick with your chosen doctrine, you know, and this goes right back to, you know, ending up contending with other people, you know, because how can you really stick to one thing in a world where everyone has their own opinion on the same thing? You know, I think that's the beauty of it. I really think that that's the reality of the world. We as a, as a, as a human beings can come up with millions of different art and expressions, you know, that are very in, unique to the individual. But in reality, it's just their depiction of the same thing. You know, we're all depicting the same thing in a different way, you know, which serves to remind us that that is the beauty of duality. You know, you're not any different than me. This is just your interpretation. So if I just say, okay, his interpretation is my interpretation. My interpretation is his interpretation. And the guy over there's interpretation is like my interpretation. You might think, well, how can that be if you guys are all different and you all differently think blah, blah, blah. Because in the reality of things, we all want love. We all want friendship, companionship, and to live in a decent way so we can survive and grow old and have children and such and such. You can't tell me that most men that are of decent standards and men, women don't want that exact same thing. They do. Despite whether they're Christian, Muslim, you know, Taoism, Buddhism, basically most people, even you know, they might not want exactly those same exact things, but it's to live well amongst men, amongst each other, to coexist. You know, so despite how you might think we need to do it to get there or despite how you might go about practicing your daily life to get there. The reality is we're still trying to get to the same thing. So how about we work together despite the written differences? How about we work together? And as we work together, sooner or later, you won't even realize that you have now created an entirely different machine you know an entirely different organism or how could i put it um let's just say like this you know separate you're your own thing but as a team you come together and you create a whole nother thing that is built from individualistic ideas you know like like how we make movies and we we make magazines and put things together that take many different people to work on to get one result and when you see that end result you think dang you could almost think one person did it but it was multiple and that's how i see life too it's not everybody has to be doing the same role on the team you know everybody has their own role their own little flavor their own little style their own little thing you know but as long as we can reach a common ground and do what we got to do because we are trying to get to the same place that is what matters so leave it here and i hope that helps a little bit and i'm just here to share and i love you guys i believe in you all 
and I am grateful for y'all tuning in. Thank you for listening. This is Yesha Radio.